Welcome to the Manic Church Podcast. Today we're continuing our series called Warrior. Today we're going to look at some battles we may face. But today's sermon is entitled, Your Porn Battle Plan. We're going to learn today, we're only as strong as we are honest. And many of the biggest battles we fight are the battles in our minds. So today, sit back, relax, enjoy the podcast starting right now. As we continue our series today, Warrior, the battles we may face, the battles we may encounter. Most of us may be encountering something difficult today, but today I want to talk to you guys about something called your battling, your, your porn battling plan. Your porn battle plan. Pastor Michael, you're insane right now. We're about to get deep in here. Because here at Medic Church, we believe in spreading the gospel and we believe in spreading the good news, but we don't deter from what the Bible says and preaches on. And so today I felt it was important to share as we were studying because we all were facing different battles. We're all facing different things. And as I was beginning to study and, and, and trying to the, incorporate this into our series, did you know that most of the time that kids in elementary school are exposed to pornographic material. Elementary school kids, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten-year-olds, I mean, young kids are being exposed to this. And a lot we can say is we blame these things right here. Cell phones, they're great. I mean, I love my cell phone. I love, you know, you guys hear me talk about technology all the time. I love technology. I love adding things, and I love being able to have everything at my disposal. If I need to know somewhere where to go, I can plug it in my gyps, as I call it, the GPS, and I can get there. If I want to know how long it takes to get to Disney World from right here where we're at right now, all I have to do is go to my apps, and I can pull up the Google Maps, and I can type. All I have to do is type in Disney World, and guess what? It's going to give me step-by-step instructions how to get there. And it ain't like it's going to be like MapQuest back in the day where you had to print off the instructions, you had to read them. And it took it a minute. This is instantaneously, instantly. In like .03 of a second, it's going to, if I type in there, it's going to pop up, pop up directions on how to get somewhere. If it can pop me up where Disney World is or what Disney World's address is or uh, I need to know how to cook you know, uh, taco meat or something like that, I can find it in a matter of seconds. If I can put, put that and type taco in there and I can type Disney World in there in a matter of seconds, I can type anything else in there and it'll be there in a matter of seconds. And so today, as we're going through this, I want to remind you guys that this is a battle that a lot of people face. A lot of people face. They struggle with. It's a battle that a lot of folks are fighting. The battle is in our minds. Because see, the world makes it a lot easy to have access to this. Think about your favorite TV show right now or maybe your favorite movie and think of the things that may be presented in those movies. I even go a step further. Think of some commercials out there of what they're portraying in those commercials. It's right there at our very disposal. It's in every corner we turn. You go to the uh, the grocery, not the grocery store. If you go to the grocery store and you find some, yes, my goodness, <laughs> they're getting insane. But it wouldn't surprise me. If you go to the store and, and they're having all types of advertisements out and, and showing different types of clothing that you can get in these models, 
So it's everywhere. It's everywhere you turn. It's there. We ha- it's so easy to access this. And last week and the weeks before, we talked about protection, protecting our kingdom and fighting the fights. You know, last week we, we, we had the, uh, I told you guys that I'm not going to pull all these out, but I'm going I'm to pull out my favorite one here, my Dark Vader lightsaber. I sent somebody, it makes noises too. And so last week, we talked about I'm going to be fighting the battle with you. I'm going to be in front. I'm going to be leading the charge, and I'm going to be helping you guys through these situations. Whatever your situation, if you're dealing with this situation, hey, come talk to me. We're going to help you get through it because we're in this battle together. And maybe you're dealing with something else. We're, 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 I don't get too far ahead, but this is something a lot of people are dealing with. But we're fighting the battles. And we talked about that last week about fighting the battles. I need me a little thing to hold that. But see, this is what the enemy wants. He wants to distract us. He, he wants to discourage you and dishearten you. And he wants to distract warriors in every way to destroy us. He wants to do this, and, and that's why they put these little advertisements out there. They put just a little bit in there. You know, maybe your show, may, well, well, Pastor Michael, they're not showing anything, but you know good and well what they're going in there and doing. You know good and well what's happening behind those closed doors or when they're in there and they're all, and, and all of a sudden they pull the covers back. We know, come on, people, we know what they're doing. So they're hiding it. They're hiding it. That's what they call soft porn. Soft porn. You don't see anything. It's just soft. It's just a little bit. Just a little bit. Because the enemy wants to get in our mind. And what happens is oftentimes it becomes a discouragement to men and women. Hey, well, why can't I have that? Or why can't I have that in my relationship? And then women's like, man, well, I don't look like that. Or man, maybe I don't look like that. I'm not fit. Distracted warriors is always a dangerous warrior. When you're distracted, when you're going to Walmart and you're expecting to go in there and get groceries and then we get distracted by the things and the advertisements that we see, then the mindset starts wondering, the mind starts wondering, I wonder what it would be like. So no warrior abandons his post. And we learned this, a warrior takes stance. He holds his ground. He's ready to fight the battles. He's ready to, to go in there. He doesn't abandon his post. But maybe today you may have abandoned your post and your life may be a wreck. It may be turned upside down. It may be things that you're struggling with. It may not be a, a porn addiction, but it may just be another struggle that you're dealing with. But see, lust turns into sin. It gets in our mind and it starts to be like mold and it starts, you don't just, it's just a little bit there and it starts to grow. 64% of Christian men and about 15% of women admit to viewing porn on a monthly base. That's over 50%. 50%. That blew my mind when I was studying this. 50%. And then 79% of men between the ages of 18 and 30 have viewed, uh, admit to viewing porn on a monthly base. That's a lot of people. That's a high percent. It ain't like we're talking about 10, 15, you know, people over here. I mean, we're talking, if there's 100 people up in here for simple math, 79 people would be doing this. I'm going to talk to you just for a few moments about a man in the Bible named King David. 
One of the greatest warriors out there. A man that was after God's own heart. A man that was, man, he fought battles. And, man, he was the king. He was the man. He's the one that faced Goliath. You know what I'm talking about? The big man where everybody else was, you know, scared and, 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 and trying to back down and hiding behind rocks. David was out there. I'm just going to hold on to this today. David was out there. And he's like, man, I'm ready for battle. Bring it on, Goliath. I got you, buddy. I'm going to take you down. And, man, he went into battle. And, man, he was after him. He was after God's own hearts. And I, I want to be like David. I want to be like I want God at every corner. I want to chase after God every day. I want my every desire to be Christ. My every desire is Christ. The medic in me that I see. For the ones that may not know that. My every desire is Christ. My every desire is Christ. But David here, getting too far ahead, but but. There's 929 verses in the Bible that talk about different things and being a warrior and different struggles and different battles that David may have faced and faced. But 929 verses, the man of God, but he still sinned. He still stumbled. He still fell. Now check this out. So we're going to look at uh, 2 Samuel I'll get it in a minute. <laughs> We're going to look at uh, 2 Samuel 1, excuse me, 2 Samuel 11, 1 through 4. It's in, in the spring, at the time when kings go off to war, David sent uh, Jobab out with the king's men and the whole Israelite army. Verse 2, one evening David got up from his bed and walked around on the rooftop of the palace. From the roof, he saw a woman bathing. The woman was very pretty. Verse 3 here, it says, And David sent someone to, to find out about her. The man said, She is uh, Bathsheba. And then verse 4, it says, Then David sent messengers to get her. She came to him. He slept with her. So you know, check it out. Check it out. <clears throat> so David here, wasn't where he was supposed to be at. Talking about the right place, or, uh, wrong place, wrong time. This was David in this particular instance. David wasn't where he was supposed to be. It tells us this in verse uh, one. Uh, yeah, verse one here. There was, at the springtime, this is time for war. David's the king. He's the warrior. He's the best. He's the leader. He's the one that's supposed to be out front leading the charge. But here David is sitting back at home in his palace. Now nah, you guys go on ahead of me. You go on and fight. You go on and do this without me. So David was already setting himself up for failure. Now last week I told you guys, and we talked about the Star Wars reference, I'm going to be in front of you leading the charge, but I need you guys to stand firm with me and help me fight. I can't fight your battles for you, but I'm going to help you. I'll lead the charge with you. But David's like, uh-uh, you guys go on. And then while he was... There, at his palace, hanging out, he saw something he wasn't supposed to see. That's terrible, ain't it? You ever guys ever seen something you wasn't supposed to see? You're like, oh, shoot. <laughs> I wish I wouldn't have seen that. Maybe you seen somebody steal that candy bar, or maybe they stole that car, or maybe they, maybe they done something they wasn't supposed to, like set a house on fire. And <laughs> it's a long story. <laughs> they done something shady, and you know they did something shady. He seen something he wasn't supposed to see. And then he did something he wasn't supposed to do. 
He did something he wasn't supposed to do. He cost many people something they weren't supposed to lose. Maybe today there's things we've done in our life that we weren't supposed to do. Maybe there's things in our life we probably wasn't supposed to see, we weren't supposed to encounter. There's th- and maybe there's something that we did that we weren't supposed to do and how much did it affect the people around us. Now, I'm no perfect saint and I've made my fair share of mistakes. I messed up some things and I've seen a lot of things that, that I wish I wouldn't have seen. I've done a lot of things I wish I wouldn't have do or have done. But I don't know how many people it's cost the heartaches, the hurt, the pain, the suffering. See, David was supposed to be, wasn't supposed to be there. He wasn't even supposed to be at home when this was happening. David led, he, David led super charges and he led all these great battles. I mean, he was the top-notch warrior. But he got disengaged. He got disengaged. He's like, man, he may have been tired. He may have been like, man, you guys got this. It's going to be a simple battle. You go out and you got it. I like playing video games and I like playing those war style games and I uh, like Call of Duty and now I'm on this big uh, kick called Fortnite. Any of y'all ever play Fortnite? Your kids play Fortnite? <laughs> My mom's like, I don't know what Fortnite is, but <laughs> it sounds crazy. But Fortnite, I like it. I mean, I mean, I mean, we got the Nintendo Switch. It was a free download. I've been playing it. It's been cool. <laughs> but I've been playing this thing and I'm like, man, you're on a team. And you go out there and the team's supposed to go out and win the battle. Go out and win the war. They're, they're out there. They're supposed to be helping each other and fighting the battle. Lead the charge as they were doing it. But for me, I'm like, uh-uh. I don't know nothing about this game. I'm going to disengage. I'm going to let them go on ahead of me. They got it. They're probably a lot better than me. They're probably like an eight-year-old kid sitting at home. and you know They just got home from school. And, and they're probably a lot better at this game than I am. 33-year-old man sitting there chilling, not having any idea what he's doing. So I disengaged from the battle. And that's what David was doing. He was disengaging. He's like, uh-uh, they're, they're, they got this as a simple battle. Let them go on. They, they know the area. They're good. They're going to go on and win the battle. And then he got distracted. Got distracted. And he abandoned the mission. See, we have something to protect. We got to protect our kingdom. We got to protect ourselves from the enemy's attack. We got to protect ourselves we got to protect our family. And we got to, in the battles we face, we have to face them. And we have to go on. We can't be distracted. Do you guys, the most common day of the year for distractions is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is probably my favorite day of the year. I love Thanksgiving. I love cooking. I love having family together. And I sure love eating. <laughs> Trina, you like eating? I know I do. Trina's feels by the way. But we get distracted. Been in the fire service for a long time, and, and I you know, Thanksgiving is the day where fires increase because people get distracted because they're in there. They're trying to cook turkeys. They're trying to cook ham. They're trying to cook green beans. They're mashed potatoes. They're potato salad. Anybody getting hungry yet? I know for me, it can be distracting because I got all this going on. And then not only am I getting distracted by, by cooking and, and doing all these different things, I know I got family coming and I got Tasha trying to clean and make sure everything's looking good. 
So Thanksgiving is a very distracting day, not just for me, but maybe it's distracting for you. But it's the most, most common distracting day of the year. Because not only is it Thanksgiving, but it's football day. Football games are on for you guys and you men. Amen. But the most common day of the week that is very distracting will be no surprise to you are Sundays. Sundays. Sundays can be very distracting. People come up with every other excuse to be in the house of God than they do to come. You would blow your mind some of the things we get told sometimes. <laughs> well, I would come, but you know, y'all are in Pilot Mountain and we're in Mount Airy. What? It's like 10 minutes from here. I can be just about anywhere in Mount Airy in 10, 15 minutes. That's the far side, super bottom of the mountain. But that's what the enemy wants. He wants you to lose the battle today so he can win the war. So you won't be ready to be engaged with the war. So he knows if he can get you distracted by not being here on Sunday when it comes time for you to face the battle on Monday or Thursday or Friday, he knows that he's already got you. He's already won the battle because he's got you disengaged from the war. So you all have a story and a story worth telling. We all have things that we've dealt with in our life. Maybe you were exposed to porn at a young age. Maybe there's things that you have faced in your life that you regretfully um, regret facing. But listen, you're not in this battle alone. We've all faced things in our life. But we serve a God who can store, restore the brokenness in our life. We serve a God that, that when we have these mental emotions and these things, these traumatic things that are in us, that he can restore that brokenness. See, see, we're dealing with a spiritual injury. When we're dealing with these lusts and these, and these things and, and these things that may have happened to us at a young age that we may have been exposed to or things that have happened, we're spiritually injured. We're spiritually injured. It's like a computer virus. Computer viruses. I don't know if you guys have ever had a computer virus, but man, they can, they can destroy a computer in a matter of seconds. I like the old TikTok, and I'm on there, and I'm watching this guy. He installs computer viruses on purpose on computers uh, just to show you what it'll do to a computer. And I like watching the guy because it's pretty cool. He'll, he'll install it, and in a matter of moments, he can click a button, and it, man, it destroys the computer. But see, but see, but, but, but what do we normally install on our computers? Antivirus. I got to have this software on my computer to protect me from getting a virus. And it's the same way our, our protection that we have is our Bible, our churches praying and reading our Bibles every day so we'll grow, grow, and grow. That is our protection. You got a pastor that's going to stand behind you and support you and going to lead the charge in the battle. And we're going to let every desire be in Christ every single day. But see, I want to tell you guys that, that, that God's gift... Uh, or God gave marriages of, of, of having intercourse with one another. That, that was when a man and a woman that love each other, that are united together in marriage. Now listen, listen. Things happen in your life. Take it to God. Let God restore the brokenness in your life. Check us out, check us out, check us out. But Pastor Michael, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed to admit that I've watched things that I shouldn't have watched. I'm embarrassed to, to hear me say 
that, that, that I'm doing this. I'm embarrassed to tell my spouse that I'm doing this. I'm embarrassed to tell my parents that I'm struggling with this. I'm embarrassed. I try to justify it. Well, it makes me feel good inside. I'm going to keep it hidden. I'm going to keep it on the down low. And see, by doing this and trying to justify your sin, it's like mold that starts to grow. My daughters have discovered what hot temperature is in the bathtub, taking showers. See, men like hot showers. Women like burning your skin off showers. <laughs> you know what I mean? You ain't agreeing with me. So they've discovered this. Well, what they haven't discovered is you've got to make sure you turn the fan on, raise the window, leave the door cracked or something. Because if you don't, all that moisture is going to cause mold. And so what's happened is, is my daughters again have discovered that you can put that all the way on hot and it gets you nice and I don't know how y'all do it. But it started, I got to noticing, got in the bathtub, I got in the shower the other day and I seen all this stuff on the wall. Little black dots everywhere. And it was mold that was starting to grow. So I had to educate my girls. I'm like, hey, look, I understand y'all don't, you know, burn your skin off showers, but make sure you turn the fan on, raise the window, leave the door open, something. But what we had to do is we had to go in there and say, hey, I got to clean this up. Because if I would have left it unattended, it would continue to grow. And as it continued to grow, it would cause more issues and more problems. Mold's a nasty thing. You've got to get that stuff taken care of quick because if you don't, it's going to destroy a lot of things. Now, instead of me going in there and using bleach and a, and a rag to wipe it off and clean it up with and get rid of it, I let it go and kept it going and not educate the girls on the destruction that it can do, I would have to start tearing out walls and doing home construction that I don't know how to do. We can't keep it a secret. We can't be embarrassed about it. But, but, but Pastor Michael, I've prayed and I've prayed and I've seeked after God and I've and I prayed about it and, 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 and I still at having these desires they won't go away. I promise God that I'm going to stop doing it. Maybe you struggle with it and you shared it with your spouse and you're like, hey, I'm going to stop doing it. I'm going to stop doing this. I promise you. But those desires keep going and maybe it stops for a short period. You find yourself going through Walmart and you see an advertisement and all of a sudden those things start coming back. Those lustful desires to come back. You were able to hoping when you got married that it would magically go away. Things don't just magically go away. Mold doesn't magically go away. You have to apply the cleansing process of it. See, see, don't just have a lust problem. Don't just have a blush problem. We're dealing with the, or you don't just have a lust problem. You're dealing with a spiritual injury that needs to be healed. You're dealing with an injury that needs to be healed. See, see, David should have been at war. He should have been engaged. He should have been fighting the battle. He shouldn't have been distracted because he, he become vulnerable. He got vulnerable. See, a, a warrior is vulnerable when, number one, if you're taking notes, they're overly confident. They're overly confident. First uh, Corinthians 12, uh, 10 and 12. So if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. See, David thought, man, they got it. I'm good. I'm going to hang out here. I'm going to chill at my palace. I'm going to be hanging out with all my king's peeps. I'm going to be having the luxury of, of all the grapes and all the salami and the cheese. I'm going to be living the high life. And he was confident that nothing was going to happen to him. 
You might be confident today, right now, in the, in, in, in where you're at at this very moment. And you may be praying, you may be seeking after God and reading your Bible every day. But you know what? If you don't watch yourself, you might fall. Because there's always a potential that you can become vulnerable. We have to be ready at all costs. Read your Bibles, pray every day, come to church, find you prayer partners, find you groups that can help you through any struggles. Don't set yourself up for failure. Don't have that office girlfriend, office boyfriend, don't even play. Husbands, save and protect yourself. Don't set yourself up for failure. Don't allow yourself to be put in predicaments that you shouldn't be put in. Women, same way. Don't allow yourself to be put in predicaments that you shouldn't be put in. Well, well, my spouse, they ignore me. They reject me. This person at work makes me feel good. They show me that attention that I needed. If you're having issues like that, my marriage counseling advice 101 for you guys is start talking to your partner. Find out what's going on. And then if that's not going to work, find you a good marriage counselor and hop in those because there's resources out there. If you need help, come talk to us. We'll help you. See, warriors, you're only as strong as you are honest. You hear me? Warriors, you're only as strong as you are honest. We have to safeguard ourselves. We have to protect ourselves at all costs. For me, I have myself set up to where I, I don't try to put myself in any predicament that isn't pleasing one to God and two to my spouse. I want to protect my image because I got a lot. I'm representing God. I'm representing this church. I'm representing my family. I want dignity and I want honor. I respect my wife and I love my wife. Right now she can come grab my phone. She can look through any of my text messages. She can look through any of my phone. Well, she can look through who I called. She can't hear the phone calls, but she can look through my browser history on my phone, my laptop, my tablet. Anything that I own, she can have access to it. Why do I do that? It's not because I don't feel like she doesn't trust me, but it's an honor system to say, hey, if you want to look, it's there. Protect yourself. Give your passwords to your spouse. Give them to them. Let them have it. Don't travel alone. Men don't travel with women alone. Women don't travel with men alone if they ain't your spouse. See, why battle a temptation in the future when you have the power to eliminate it today? Why battle a temptation in the future when you have the ability and power to eliminate it today? See, we have the, the, the ability right now to stop ourselves from things we may face in the future. Number two, if you're taking notes, they felt entitled. See, the king had this pressure. He's the king. He's the man. He's the leader. He deserved a little extra. You know what I mean? He deserved. Man, it's like if you go to the party and you're the king of the party, you deserve a little extra cake. He deserved a little. He's earned it, man. He faced the Goliath. He's faced all these battles. He's faced lions, tigers, and bears. He faced all these things. You might be single and you're just looking for that nice little hookup because it'll be fun. It'll be exciting. It's not going to hurt anybody. It's not going to hurt nothing. Nobody's even going to know about it. But guess what? God knows. God knows your heart. And just remember, that might be exactly the moment that God calls his people back home. 
And I'm going to tell you something like my dad always told me as a kid, one time could kill you. That one moment could kill you. What if you did that sin and all of a sudden you go home and, you say, and that's the moment you take your last breath? Where would you spend eternity? Well, I can justify it because, you know, my husband's a jerk. My wife's a jerk. They're not meeting up to my expectations. They're not meeting my needs. I feel entitled to this. I work all the time. I do this. I do that. I'm entitled to this. And it's kind of how David felt. Don't be like David. See, it wasn't uncommon back in the day for women to uh, bathe on the rooftops. Let's just face it, back in the day, they didn't have cool showers like we did that were enclosed and shut the door and you could put it on nuclear, burn your skin off. Didn't have that. So it wasn't an uncommon practice for them to do this. The night air is probably nice and cool out. See, the Bible tells us and what God tells us, you can be in a sin with your eyes to, guide your, to gouge your eyes out. That's extreme. The guy, the gouge out my, my eyes, man, Pastor Michael, that's cray cray. That's a, little, that's a little excessive. I'm gonna tell you right now, if you're dealing with certain things in your life, your cell phone is causing you to have things and look at things you're looking at, destroy them, get rid of them. Well, Pastor Michael, I gotta have it for it. We'll only use it for work purposes and use it while you're at work and now it's only. See, 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 gouge out your eyes. If you have a bouncing eye, get it out. They really wanted you to do this back in the day. That's what the Bible tells us to, hey, gouge out your eyes. If you have a problem with stealing things, it tells you to cut off your hand because it's better to lose a hand than be in the presence of the hell and living in eternity there. See, see, David wasn't supposed to sin here. He wasn't, he wasn't supposed to be where he was at and he sinned. He saw something. And not only did he see something, he's like, man, I got to have that. Y'all ever looked at that piece of cake and you're like, man, I have to have it. I got to have that last piece. I got it. I'm having this desire. I have to have it. I have to have it. I got to be there. I got to have it. That's what David was saying. He's trying to justify, hey, I got to have her. Maybe he was feeling the weight of the enemy and he was telling him, hey, it's going to be our little secret. It's going to be our secret. Nobody's going to know, David. And then he had to start lying to the people around him. Hey, listen, go get her. And listen now. I'm going to tell you right now, you tell anybody what's going on here, I'm going to get you. And so now, now, not only is David committing a sin, now he's trying to justify what he's doing, what he's doing, and now he's threatening other people if they go tell. Imagine if they go in and tell what would happen. Maybe you're sick and you're tired and you're afraid you're going to get caught. Maybe it's guilty. Maybe you're on this emotional roller coaster. Look at Psalms 32, 3 and 4, and I'm fixing to close. When I refuse to confess my sin, my body wastes away, and I groom uh, or and I gouge all day long. Day and night, your hands of dis disciple, discipline was heavy on my heart. Uh, my strength evaporates like water in the summer heat. Pastor Michael, I feel guilty today. You're stumping all in my cornflakes. Pastor Michael ain't doing nothing but telling you what God's telling me to tell you. If you come to church and you feel heavy on your heart like Pastor Michael's beating you up, it ain't Michael beating you up. It's the Spirit of God telling you, hey, it's time for you to quit trying to run from your sins. See, warriors don't make excuses. They don't try to justify what they're doing. They confess with their mouths. Hey, I messed up. I'm struggling with this. 
See, men, we're men of honor. Women, you have honor. Y'all are men and women that are honored. Don't try to justify your sin. Psalms 32 and 5, it says, Finally, I confessed all my sins to you and stopped hiding my guilt. I said to myself, I will confess my rebellions to the Lord. And listen, I like this part. And you forgave me. And the latter part of this says, All my guilt is gone. See, when we confess with our mouth and we say, hey, God, and we cry out to God and we confess it with our mouth, all that pain, all that sorrow, that guilt, and that stuff that we've been hiding around and, 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 and hiding out becomes gone. When we take the time to let God clean us like the black mold, if we, when we let God take the time to clean us, He takes it away and washes us white as snow. Now, I, today, I want you to tell you that, that, that you know, I know we're, we're talking about porn here and porn addictions, but it's not. It can be any battle that you may be facing, any addiction that you may be facing. It don't matter what it is. All you have to do is take it to God. Online campus, all you have to do is take it to God. And, and all the guilt and all the worries and all the sorrows that you ha have, as long as you confess your sins with your mouth, it tells us, you forgave me and all my guilt is gone. Well, Pastor Michael, people still bring up my past. Let them bring it up. Who cares? If some of the things y'all knew about me and my past, y'all probably wouldn't like me either. But you know what? God forgave me. And if God can forgive me and let me pastor church, he can forgive you and let you walk day by day. Because at the end of the day, we've all fallen short of the glory of God. But with God, he restores us. So your battle plan here is confess to God. Confess to the right people. Men, talk to your spouse. Women, talk to your husband. Talk to them. Let them know what's going on. Husbands, wife, don't get mad at them. Be there to encourage them. Fight the battle with them. Remove the triggers. Take the things out of your life. If you got to get rid of your phones, you got to get rid of your tablets, get rid of them. Get the necessary help. Reach out to your pastor. And we're going to help you. We're going to counsel you. We'll find resources that are out there with rehab. And we're going to give you some accountability partners. And the best part of all is let God heal the wounds. I can't heal your wounds, but God can restore the brokenness in your life. Why are we big on that here at Medic Church? Because I've seen things with my eyes. I've seen people hurting. I've seen people struggle with things. I've seen addictions that people have had and struggles with. And we've let see God restore that brokenness in their life. And man, they're doing great and mighty things. See, it might sound easy, but no way and no battle in this life is easy. But with God, all things are possible. Female warriors, you ladies, I invite you to join in the fight. Because women are dealing with this, and especially in this generation, women are, and females are dealing with this just as much as men are. They're struggling with it. But help your men. Help him. He may feel confused. He may feel lost, but help him. But it hurts. It's disgusting. It's in, in, inadequate. I've had enough of it. He's a jerk. But listen, he's not just this person that needs to be tossed away. But he's a very wounded warrior that needs our help. Men, stand up, fight, fight, fight. fight. Warriors, Aren't weak when they say, hey, I need help. 
Pastor Michael, I feel like I'm weak in my struggles. I feel like that, 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 that I, I, I can't tell nobody what's going on because they're going to look at me different. I'm going to tell you here at Minute Church, we're going to wrap our loving arms around you and say, hey, listen, we're going to help you get through this because life is better done together. You all have a story and a story worth telling. Don't surrender. Stand firm because your mind is a battlefield and you are a conqueror. You're not a slave. You're an overcomer. You're more than a conqueror. Same as the spirit that rose Jesus from the grave. So we're all today are more than conquerors. You guys, we're going to finish up with this. You'll stand with me this morning if you're able to. The enemy isn't attacking you because you're weak. Listen, the enemy's not attacking you because you're weak. The enemy's attacking you because you're a warrior. You're all are valuable. You all have something within the side of you that the enemy doesn't want to come out. So when you feel the battles in life, it isn't because you're weak. It's because that you're a warrior and you're worth fighting for. You aren't a warrior because you're always going to win. You're a warrior because you're always fighting. Let's pray today. Father God, thank you so much for this day. Lord, we can't thank you enough for sending your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for us. God, we, we, we want today, Lord, as people are dealing, if they're struggling with porn addiction, God, God, right now, right where they're at, Lord, Lord, just touch their mind, God. God, let them know that they're not damaged goods, Father. God, we just want you to wrap your arms around them, God. Love them and restore that brokenness, God. God, they are like the, the wounded warrior there, God. God, they need a spiritual touch today, God. And God, touch them right where they're at. Lord, if they're dealing with other addictions, Father, just like porn, God, God, we just want you to touch them right where they're at. Remove those addictions, God. Remove those desires from their life and from their heart, God. God, and again, wrap your loving arms around them. Let them know that they're more than a conqueror today, God. Because, God, they're warriors and they're fighting the battles. They're not standing by, God. God just touched their life. And Lord, we just pray again for those that are sick this week. God, those that have had surgery this past week, God, continue to touch their bodies and heal their bodies. And when they're going to surgery this week, God, God, touch them. Guide the doctor's hands, Father. And Lord, let the recovery process be fast. If you don't know who Jesus is, you want to make a decision for Christ today, all you have to do is say the simple prayer. Dear Jesus, I'm a sinner. Thank you for coming to the earth and dying on the cross for me. Forgive me of my sins. God, I know I may have dealt and struggled with addictions, Father. But God, restore my life. Restore my heart, God, today. And God, when the battles get hard, reassure me you're there with me. And I'm not fighting these battles alone. In your name I pray, amen. Thank you again for tuning in to the Medic Church Podcast. Today, if you need prayer, you can go to medicchurch.com forward slash pray. Our team's standing by ready to pray and believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. Would you consider partnering with us right now so we can continue providing podcasts just like this one? You can do so by going to www.medicchurch.com forward slash give. You can do a one-time gift, a reoccurring gift. We just ask that you pray and give from your heart today. Join us back next time as we give another life-giving message. All right, we'll see you soon.